What's going on, guys? It's Dr. Aaron Stairs here, and welcome back to another episode of the Healthy 210 Podcast. And uh, this week's gym highlight, we have some awesome coaches coming over from Transcend Fitness. Uh, they're going to be talking a lot about their uh, three-pronged approach to fitness, the 3F model. You'll hear that in the episode. Um, and also kind of discuss uh, what fitness means to them. Um, give it a listen and uh, let us know what you think. Drop a comment and, uh, you know, if you're... Here's the problem. We're spoiled for choice in San Antonio when it comes to our amazing fitness options. And there's a lot of confusion going around when it comes to figuring out what kind of workout is best for your body and where you are in your fitness journey today. But don't worry, there's no longer a need to be confused when it comes to your health and fitness. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Stairs, and this is the Healthy 210 Podcast. Before we start today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you knew about our free resource, the PR Life Roadmap. In this guide, we give you all the tools that you need to kickstart your health and fitness lifestyle. Whether you're working out through an injury, figuring out your fitness routine, or optimizing your fitness lifestyle, this guide is for you. All you have to do is go to our website, www.theperformancerepublic.com, and sign up for updates to receive your free copy of the PR Life Roadmap today. Enjoy the show. In 2017, and uh, when we first started off, we didn't really know exactly what it was going to be like yeah. at all. Uh, I've been training people now for just under just under a decade, and I've gone through several different types of of training. Did uh, did CrossFit for a little while, then we did um, kind of more like just small group class, like boot camp style, yeah, um, which is where I really like learned a lot of the, the the techniques and how to work with people, how to connect with people, all that stuff. Um, and then I went to a big box uh, for a while, or a a very large gym and ran ended up running their functional training program out of there which was very similar to 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 crossfit Mm -hmm. um in 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 some very key ways and then we reached i reached a fork in the road in in my personal and and professional life it was like (laughs) all right well are we going to continue down this path um that we're currently on or are we going to do what we've always wanted to do which is is break out and start something new right um, and so went with, went with the ladder, broke out, started something new. And all, all I knew at the time was that I, I wanted to help people Yeah. and I wanted fitness to be the mechanism for that. Yeah. Um, which is a really, really squishy foundation. It doesn't lend itself <laughs> to a lot of direction. And so we went through, we went through some stages where, I mean, things were all over the place. Uh, I was just talking about this with one of, uh, with one of the members the other day, uh, like when we started out. We had um, a lot of people that were like, I'm ready to go into CrossFit competitions. Let's do it. And I was like, yeah, okay, we can we can do that. We have experience getting people prepped and ready to go. Yeah. So we could do that. And then we had other people that were coming in. They're like, hey, I just really want to look good. I'm really about the aesthetics. And we're like, all right, cool. Well, we could do some meal plans and, and you know maybe we can go here. And then we had other people that are like, hey, my doctor told me I'm going to die. So I got to I gotta get down to these numbers here. And it's like, right. all right. Well, we could. <laughs> and so we were, we were trying to help this huge – uh, group and, and this huge spectrum of people yes and it spread us out so incredibly thin for like the first god it must have been like the first year and a half maybe two mm-hmm. um and we were trying to we were trying to be everything and so we were effectively nothing yeah um and it was right around that that moment when um 
when we were like, all right, we got to pick up, we got to pick a lane. We got to pick a path. What, what, what are we really here to do? Um, and that's when we, um, after a lot of soul searching, Michael came on at around that time. We talked a lot. We thought about it a lot. And we realized that what we're here to do is, is help people uh, transform their bodies. Yeah. So, so we have be officially become a transformation gym. Cool. We, uh, we now focus on all things uh, food, fitness, and focus. So we do uh, group, group classes for yep. the fitness portion. We have a very... Um, uh, I don't even know how to call, what, I don't even know how to describe it. We have a really awesome uh, food program okay. or nutrition program yeah. that helps people lose uh, lose fat or if their goal is to gain muscle, we have that option as well. Yeah. And then we've also just over the past uh, year and a half or so um, have realized how important the behavioral psychology mm -hmm. side of things mm -hmm. really yeah. is, and just just how big a role that plays with people. And so we've incorporated that into the program as well. And yeah. so. It's this, it's this really awesome, all-encompassing thing to help people make changes to their lives, which changes their body, and then how to solidify those changes so they can take them forever. That's awesome. That's awesome. It sounds like, so even from, from Michael, from your standpoint, it seems like you kind of jumped in and kind of, you know, jumped into the deep end and kind of got the ball rolling and kind of got this partnership going here. So, uh, you know, what, what in your background kind of prepared you for that and kind of what experience did you bring into this kind of partnership here? And the direction and kind of figuring out what direction to go. Yeah, we um, we actually met um, at that bigger gym. We met at uh, at Gold's. Yeah, we're working yeah. at Gold's gym. Yeah, that's where we that's where we actually met each other. I had been working for um, a uh, a weight loss ranch. Okay. Um, and they actually they actually dubbed it the they called it the fat farm, which I had such a hard time. Oh. I had such a hard time. Oh it. no! But that was just like the normal. That's what it was called. It was out in the hill country where I grew up, so it was a good fit. Yeah. And I was doing a completely different trade at the time, and my buddy called me and was like, "Hey, I need your help out here. Oh wow! You okay. like people? Come talk to come talk to them." And he had finished school already. He was done with kinesiology. He was getting into his master's and going into some other studies. Yeah. And he was like, "I want you to come out here and don't worry about your cert right now. Just come out here and help me." So I started doing like group classes with those people. Yeah. As soon as I got out there, I realized like I'm gonna I might accidentally. I might accidentally hurt one of these people. They were, they were, they were very out of shape. Very, um, some of them were three, four hundred pounds. Yeah, but they, yeah, and they all wanted to just come out there and kill it for the time frame they had. Right. And out there, we had a couple week stays, month longs, three all the way up to three month long, three month long stays. Yeah. At this ranch, and it was kind of like Biggest Loser style. Right. Stuff. Makes sense. So me, me and that guy, after getting my certs, going through NASM and doing all my studies, like in those three years I was there, I realized like this is. There's there's so much more to it than and I started we brought on a, like a life coach we brought on um, a massage therapist a rehab specialist yeah. we brought on all these people to come in and out throughout the week to right. help these people hit hear different aspects besides just the the quote unquote coach. Mm -hmm. After that, that's when I met Rob and we were at we were at Golds and it was a completely different dynamic and I was like super I was like I don't even know how I'm gonna talk to just one person at a time <laughs> for an hour like what am I gonna do. Yeah. Um, and I think I, I kind of got I kind of got mixed up in that in that whole process of like trying to give people these these awesome workouts, yeah. awesome workouts. And I, I almost um, almost fell out of that that niche that I was loving so much. Cool. Yeah, so yeah. then when That's I saw cool. what he was doing over at, at Transcend, um, it was like, yeah, it's time. I think it's time to go. So I left and went over there. And it, it's been like just this cool up and downhill. We've had some struggles, but it's been so fun to figure out how best to help people. Yeah. Absolutely. with the knowledge and skills that we've attained thus far. Um, and then you have people coming in. I think a lot of people come into any respective gym and they just want to, they would just want to know what to do. Mm -hmm. um, and they might not even know 
that they need to focus more on the emotional aspects of this whole thing or build their routine. Yes, you know? like, it's always sure. just like, all right, I got my hour of training in and I moved on now for the day. <laughs> Good for the yeah. But I think uh, working, working there at Transcend and like uh, working with different kinds of people of like-mindedness has mm-hmm. helped me stay focused on the fact that like, it's always been that. It's yes. always been how many people can we help? What's the best way? And if I'm unable to, who can help me help them? Right. Absolutely. Who can, can kind of help this person get to that next spot and whether, whether they're trying to lose some pounds or be more positive or and yeah. health and fitness has been the mo- the best avenue to help me do that, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you, you kind of mentioned how, you know, your early experiences in kind of like that, that big transfer, that big weight loss transformation. Right. And, you know, knowing that transcend is more, like you said, a transformation gym at this point in time, you know, transformation could be anything, right? It could be, yeah. you know, lose 200, 300 pounds if you're in that yeah. kind of morbidly obese range, or it could just be, you know, I want to pack on some muscle. I want to, you know, look a little better. I want to get healthier, whatever, the, whatever that transformation is. And uh, that's such a cool, such a cool way to go about it. You know, it's, it's such a tailored approach also, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all had mentioned the behavioral portion of things. And that was something that you have a, a big focus on one of your three, right? The food, mm-hmm. is it food? Fitness, fitness and focus. focus. Got it. TF trifecta. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so serious. I know, right? I know, but hey, it's, it's serious stuff, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So, so let's let's kind of hone in on that a little bit. So, sure. When we talk about the behavioral aspect, what does that mean? What kind of goes into that realm? So, the the first thing when you're when you're looking to to transform some uh, when you're looking to help somebody uh, go through a, go through a transformation. Uh, you you have to first kind of identify where they're at in that yeah. in that decision making stage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I say help because uh, something that I've learned uh, fairly recently. I wish I had learned it sooner. Is that you can't you can't just plow somebody through a program. You can't just plow somebody into a new life. Yes. It, it, at at the very best, it, it, at your uh, the most the most influential people and coaches out there can only hope to have a really good relationship with that person mm-hmm. and a good partnership with that person and yes. help them make the decisions that they need to make in order to get where they say that they want to go. Um, and so the first thing that we do is we establish kind of where they're at in their decision-making process. You have, you have like five basic stages. You have pre-contemplation yep. where they're like, they don't even know Like they're like, the person's like, yeah, my doctor said I got to lose 40 pounds or, or you know, I'm going to have to go on these meds, but he doesn't know what he's talking about. That guy yeah. Pre-contemplation. Then they have contemplation where it's starting to kind of dawn on them that there might be an issue, there might be a problem, and they're starting to contemplate like, oh, what is the ramifications if I don't change anything? Right. And then they go into um, the the planning stage where they're like, you know what? It's time to make a change. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna figure out what I need to do, and and uh, and I'm going to start looking around. And it's usually in that stage where they meet us. Right, right. They start looking on Facebook, uh, which is where a lot of our content is, where a lot of our ads are, and that kind of thing. And they're like, well, let me go see what this is all about. Um, and then they have the action phase. And that action phase mm-hmm. is where we where we really strive to, to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, because the action phase usually lasts anywhere from six months to a year. Yeah. And it's, it's that initial... It is that initial uh, behavioral, structural, routine change that they that they make that actually moves the needle and gets them where they want to go. Uh, and then after that is maintenance, which has its own freaking – it's a whole other beast to, to worry about. But after a year, once they've seen all the benefits, they've made all the changes, then they can um, – and they, they feel really good. There's no more ambivalence as to like what – to where um, – to what they're doing and what they say that they want. Not yeah. just how do you how do you freaking maintain that for the long haul? Because the second somebody feels uh, an adequate amount of stress, they go right they revert right back to their old habits. Yes. It's, it's 
really, really uh, amazing Absolutely, how, how people, how the brain works. Anyway, so, so you, you figure out what stage they are. Yeah. There's different approaches based on the different stages that they're in. And then you, um, and, and then, and then we, we work from there, but 90% of, of our job is as far as like the mental side of thing is, is just kind of readdressing, uh, what's called, what's called ambivalence, which is where you, you say, well, Hey, you say you want this, you say right. you want X, Y, and Z, but your behavior over here doesn't say X, Y, and Z. Your mm -hmm. behavior over here is taking you in an entirely different direction. Like, do you, do you see them? There's a lot of techniques to do that. Yes. But do you, do you see that? Right. And then you just keep revealing that what they're doing doesn't match up with what they're saying. Mm -hmm. And even over time, if they, if they decide it, because right. again, at the end of the day, it has to be them. Yes. But at the end of the day, if they decide that that's what they want to do, then they will correct. They will start to change the behavior to match what the stated goal is, and that's transformation. Yeah, that's awesome. Man. That's such an awesome process to highlight. I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of, of similar of what we do in the rehab realm, right? Because there are two kind of ways that people come to us in rehab and it's either they've right. been referred to us by their doctor, right? And the doctor said, Hey, you need physical therapy, go, right? There's not much decision-making going on there. They're just following orders. Right. Or there's the people who have, you know, been suffering with the pain and injury for so long, they've been working out through it. And they're just kind of at the point where they're at their wits end. And they're like, all right, I got to get, do something about this. Those people get a lot better than the people who just get kind of told to come in, right? I mean, it just kind of feeds back into what you're just saying on the, they have to make the, someone has to make the decision for themselves that this is what they want to do, right? Um, we use something here, and I'm sure it's something that's a technique that you use too with, with what's going on, but we use kind of like the ready, willing, and able um, approach, mm -hmm. right? Basically saying, hey, you know, um, are, you, are you ready to make this change? Yeah, I'm ready to make it. Okay, are you, are you willing to put in the work and actually do what it takes? This is what we're going to be able to, like, you want this, this is where you're at, this is what we got to do to get there. Are you willing to do these things? Uh, yeah, I'm willing to do this. Okay, are you able to do your homework, right? right. Maybe maybe uh, if I'm giving you three or four exercises to do every day to for, to support your pain or support your you know, recovery, are you willing to do, are you are you able to do those four exercises? Uh, no, I don't think I can do four, I'll probably drop off. All right, well, what's a manageable thing for you? Yeah. yeah. I'd rather you do one thing and stay consistent with it than me give you this perfect program of four and then you not do any of it ever. Right? Yep. All right. And it's kind of like doing that. It's like, as soon as you said that, that kind of just triggered my memory of still kind of what we do yep. here. Yep. <laughs> I love, I love rehab. Um, I, if I could, if I could go back, I think I went to school for completely different. <laughs> complete, I went to school for music um, and came out of it as a, I was like, I'm going to be a personal trainer. <laughs> um, but man, like the, the, if I could go back, I always tell my tell tell my wife, and I'll probably, I've probably I've done some classes here and there. Yeah. Um, but I would love to do physical therapy. Yeah. As an overall degree program. Yeah. Just because I can remember when I first um, went to that ranch, it was so daunting to worry about, and it seemed like he was so laxed in like, ah, oh, it'll be fine. We'll, <laughs> we'll help all these people. No big deal. Yeah. And then I started doing research, um, and I would I would be in the library here at UTSA. My brother would sneak me into UTSA, and I would just start just gorging on information and i was like oh my god there's so many things <laughs> but after you know after now it's been like this is like year nine yeah this is like year nine so like after so yeah. many years of working with people like you can look at somebody's movement and they might come into into the gym thinking you know hey i'm a, i need to lose this much weight yeah and i and this is what i like to do and you're thinking like also, you're like super you're not symmetrical at all. <laughs> like I can tell you have I can leg. tell you have some pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your hip or your knee or something and you just kind of start putting the pieces together and start working with them on that yeah. without telling them 
without taking away the weight loss aspect. Right. All of a sudden they're cutting down weight. They're making better choices. They're doing their daily mobility stuff. Yes. I've been telling a lot of people lately, just in the last few six months, I guess, especially since everything broke out um, with, with everything happening and everybody trying to, trying to ha deal with that anxiety also. Yes. I've been telling them like, Hey man, you know, food, fitness and focus is our, is our pillars of what we try to work on here at the gym. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the fourth one that I've been adding in is, is flexibility. And you have to make sure that you have a malleable flexibility, Ooh. not a flimsy flexibility. Because, you know, being able to just be like, oh, here comes this stress. I'll get back into it. No, but being able to mold whatever situations are going on to what you know is best for you yeah. overall is going to help everything. It's going to help their families. It's going to help them, their mentality, their emotions. That's really good. And that's what I've been working on with a lot of the – because individualistically, we have these group classes and we're all social distancing away yeah, from each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's doing their thing, and then they'll stick around after class and we'll start talking about all these things. And none of it is about the workout we just did. None right. of it is about – the fitness, it's it's always in, it always ends up being about external things. Yeah. No one ever asks like, hey, how did you program the splits of this? Right. Yeah. No, yeah, one no, one no one cares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, that shit sucked. Yeah. That was yeah. awful. I'm real sweaty and I'm real tired. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you're gonna have to change your triangle to a square now. That's exactly what I was, I was like, way to go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna redo the graphic design on it. Put a line in the middle. Or something. Yeah, I don't know. Put it at the very top. <laughs> oh man with, with the with the behavioral stuff too do y'all do any kind of like you know habit work with people or like do like any kind of like habit stacking or anything like that um y yes 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 it, it, it goes um every every person that we that we work with is is really really different um i used to <laughs> when i when i first started i did i did uh more of a uh I don't want to say cookie cutter, but it was a very structured, very like, look, this is the meal plan we offer, and we just hand it out. Yeah, okay. Um, sure. and it uh, it didn't it didn't work very well. Um, for the long term, we we had about an eighty percent success rate, hovering around eighty percent of people in their first six weeks that were that were that were successful. Yeah. Um, and then after the six weeks, the drop off rate was almost equally as high. Mm-hmm. Uh, where people just reverted back to, to habits because it, it was it was it was everything that was you know typical and and detrimental in our industry, which is hey we're going to do this for this amount of time and you don't actually change any of the underlying habits that right. uh, that got them to the to the state in the first place where they're like oh I need to make a change yes and so now everything is very individualized we we tr we try to assess where they're at currently we build off of that we meet them where they're at we build them build them from there. Um, in terms of like, in terms of habit stacking, yeah, we, we try to identify like what would be a keystone habit. Yeah. Like yep. what, what's one of the things that would, that would really be beneficial for them. Um, so, so a lot, a lot of times one of the keystone habits is get to the gym three times, a, three times a week. Yeah. Right. Because if you start coming to the gym, uh, three times a week and you surround yourself with that, uh, group of, of like-minded people, like yeah. I was talking about then the likelihood that you're going to start snowballing that into other aspects of your life is yes. starts to get, become more likely, right? If you, sure. you're like, oh, I went to the gym today, so I'm not going to uh, – maybe maybe I won't eat that third Baconator today. <laughs> um, sometimes it has the opposite effect, though, yeah. where we're like, well, I was very good today, so I'm going to go and – I'm going to reward yeah, myself. Yeah, I'm going to go reward myself. <laughs> Um, so we have to, we have to be careful, but that's one yeah. of the things that we typically start with. We try to identify what would it be a keystone habit for the individual and, and start there yeah. from that we 
for top. sure. We Absolutely. Do, we do a lot of external stuff. So like we do like, uh, especially uh, since the beginning of the year. Okay. We do um, like, we'll do focus calls with people. We'll do cool. video calls with people. Yeah. Um, some of them are like monthly. Yeah. Um, quite a few of them are like weekly. Yeah. Um, and then I've even had a couple that I see that I, that I, that I, we either chat or we do a video call like twice a week. Yeah. Um, and it, and it always, I, one of the things I was thinking about, because ready, willing, and able is so you have to be able to like um, figure out your approach as well. Yeah. Because I know as a trainer and as a coach coming up and trying to figure things out for myself, so many times I I had so many people that I know were willing, and I know they could, or I knew they were able. Yeah. I knew they were able to do it. They were barely willing, and they were definitely not ready. <laughs> and I was just like, "This is what you've got to do." Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then like meeting them at that that more level ground. Mm -hmm. uh, approaching them from a different perspective, uh, letting them know a little bit more of your own like troubles and thoughts and, and, and faults uh, yeah. in health and fitness and life or whatever, um, just to make that connection yeah. with them. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know, they start putting in some of these different practices in uh, these practices through their daily habits. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Absolutely. It's crazy how that stuff kind of like just the, the flip switches, uh, the switch flips. Sometimes. I just like, like a light bulb almost just like, uh, I've been struggling to lose weight for so long, but then like, one little kind of mental change just kind of does it and it all falls into place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if only that switch would stay in the same place. I know, right? <laughs> that'd be really beneficial. Yeah. Be like, way more efficient, but from it's not, that, everyone's different. Yeah. From a coaching, from, from our point of view, I think too, and probably even more so in yours, like dealing with, with rehab uh, on a regular basis, yeah, yeah. like so many people, like you have to be able to feed off of that, the whatever energy they're putting out. So if they show up, maybe they don't always show up like that, but if they show up with like, hey, I'm ready to get after it yeah. and I want you to kick my butt. Yeah. You have to kind of feed that, make sure you, you know, and show them how to do that. Right. Right. Cause so many people come in the gym and kill it for, you know, like you said, like six months, maybe, yep. you know, six weeks at the, at the minimum yeah. and they burn out, but they, and whether it's with guidance or not, like as a coach, I think a lot of us and a lot of trainers I know too, uh, we're a little rigid in our approach. Sure. You know, sure. Yes. We get stuck in our, on our ways. In our ways. And, yeah, it's yeah. Their, and a lot of times it's their fault that, they didn't get the results they wanted, which obviously is true, right? You've yeah. got to be able to, to be ready to make those changes. But as a coach, if you can be m malleable yeah. and flexible with your approach, you, you probably bring them to whatever level you think they need to be at. Oh, for sure, man. For sure. It's, it's such a good, it's just such a good uh, thought to have. I mean, you, same thing happens in the rehab world, right? There's so many things where like, oh yeah, oh, hip pain in this direction, internal rotation sucks. Okay. I got this, this, and this, let's do it. Oh wait, it didn't work. Or, you know, or I gave you the, you know, give you everything. Why aren't you better? Right. That could easily be the case, but you know, it's really like just a meeting someone where they're at. And then, you know, if that means that you have to taper it down, like way past where you don't think they're doing much based on like relatively what other people are doing. Yeah. Uh, that to them is so, be so it. big, right. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's what it is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, uh, so one thing that we, we like to do on the podcast is kind of pull from your own kind of habits and experience since we're kind of on the topic of habits All right. is there one thing and then you both you can answer if there's something different but is there one thing in your daily routine that you do that you can't go without that you just you know have maybe picked up somewhere along the way that is just kind of part of your life and it's just a vital part of your day-to-day and -day fitness routine oh that we can't go without that you can't go without oh. something that you do on a weekly basis as a trainer or as a you know a person just in general like something that you just can't live without if you think of one, go. <laughs> I, have, I have two. Like one, one of mine that I decided on uh, probably when I was in college. Yeah. For music, right? Yeah. Was to um, 
to make sure that weekly now we were just talking about this before we came talking about habits yeah um, all like all next month I'm gonna try to change my approach at it just because I want to continue getting better um, but like one of the things I started doing in college that I never let go was I need to uh, play or perform some kind of music cool every week yeah and I have carried that since um, and there was like a downturn there where I, where I like was trying to figure out what my next steps were gonna be before I came to transcend and I wasn't playing my music yeah. for about a month and a month or two yeah and then I, my wife was the one, Bianca was the one that was like, you know, you don't even play your guitar anymore. <laughs> you don't even play your guitar. I was like, oh my goodness, I don't. But fixing that little thing actually kind yeah. of reminded me of all these other habits that I, that I, you know, was, was not really focused in on. Yeah. But music is one of them. And then be, uh, going out, being outside. Yeah. Um, it's a simple one for me, I guess. A lot of people, it doesn't make a difference, but like being outside for either activity or otherwise. Yeah. For a specific amount of time every single day. Yeah helps me that's awesome yeah i mean those things are just kind of like we talked about those keystone habits right or those keystone things i mean for you that seems like that music is almost like a grounding thing for you it just kind of brings you back into kind of like this this state of like hey this is where i you know i feel my best right and if I, you're think not doing big, that. <laughs> I, was, I think a big part of it is like the disciplinary aspects of me being in that school okay which i'm sure i'm sure you can relate as sure like, it's completely different you know they're completely different approach to it but like when i was doing music like there was no and none of those guys understood why I did, you know, martial arts on the side or why I was late for class because I was at the gym. Right. Not they were like, that's inexcusable. Like, this is what time you're here. And then I start I fixed those things because that's what they needed to at that time. It was so dis it reminded me of being in karate when I was a kid. Like, <laughs> this is what we do. If yeah. not, you're gonna go do push-ups in the corner. It was similar to that. And then once I left that environment, I mm -hmm. think maybe that's why the music is so grounding. Yeah. Aaron, you just opened up a whole. Yeah, <laughs> my yeah. brain's like, is that why you? I think that, that's probably the main reason. I was trying to figure out as I said it, like, why do I have to play? Yeah, because it's not just listening. I can't just listen to music and be like, okay. You gotta like physically. Do I have it. to like play. That's pretty cool though, man. Super interesting. Man. I'm not musically talented at all, so I mean, that that wouldn't work for me because I'm just yeah, so awful yeah. at music. But I mean, <laughs> but yeah, for having that background, that's awesome, man. Man, I'm racking my brain. That's I'm, cool. Man. That's <laughs> yeah. something you do daily yeah. or weekly? Because, well, because because the question was right. What do you do so that you that you can't live without? And I'm oh. trying to think of like in terms yeah. of like fitness and and wellness and stuff. Yeah. But man. I I know firsthand from experience that I can give up all the stuff that's good and healthy for me in my life. Like, yeah. I've, I've been through periods of time where yeah, I yeah. didn't work out for several weeks where I didn't eat clean for a long time. I've been in those places. I felt like garbage, but yeah. I was like, but I certainly wasn't like, oh, if only I could, if only yeah. I could go and eat my, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, the salmon that I bought. No, right, there, was, right, there yeah. was never any of that. Um, so maybe is there, a, if we're going down that path, maybe we switch that question up a little bit for sure. you. In those times, maybe where you've kind of gone a couple of weeks without working out, or you've gone a couple of weeks off of those things, um, what's brought you back to it? Okay, that's, you're a great interviewer, man. That, that is a fantastic <laughs> question. So there's there's been those slumps uh, for me, and sometimes they 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 vary in, in in length and severity. But the thing that always brings me back yeah. is my my family. Yeah. Um. My my wife will 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 tell me will tell me like it is. She's like, you're not acting right, and and it's because when I when I don't work out, I behave differently at home. All right. Right. Yeah. When I don't eat correctly and I don't get enough sleep. Um, I bring a lot of stress into the home. 
you know? Right, right. Um, and, and I'm just not, I'm not fun to be around. It, it's, it's, uh, it's, I really am like a different, like a different person. And while I feel like, I don't know, your, your inner mind, I feel like I'm kind of insulated to that. Cause I'm just kind of, you know, doing whatever. Yeah. My, my family is able to hold up a mirror to them and be like, Hey, jackass, look what you're doing. <laughs> look at yourself. And I'm like, Oh, that's not good. Right. So, so, so my family, um, is is my you know it was my foundation and they keep me grounded mm -hmm. um also my commitment to my kids yeah uh well like uh, my my whole thing is as a as a dad is you know this is this is their their look at like okay what is what is a dedicated relentless human being look like well okay i will what I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be that. And then of course, um, you know, our, our, our members, mm -hmm. all right, we, uh, it's, it's, there's been, there's been a couple of times where I'm like, how the hell am I going to expect, um, you know, Monica to do this if I don't, if I'm not also doing it myself, sure. how, how, how the hell are you going yeah. to, to be that hypocritical? Um, and so those those three those three aspects are always enough to to get me back on back on track. Yeah, um, that was awesome, man. I remember the last time I was really really bad off track. <laughs> off track. I think I was trying to think about like when there's you. I think a lot of times too, what it is is you'll like you'll start grinding on something or you'll have a new idea. Mm -hmm. or, that also gets me. I get tunnel vision on stuff. Yeah. Where yeah. I'm like, oh, check this out. We're going to move in this direction. We're just and focusing then, on that. And then other yeah. stuff will start falling off. And I'm like, ah, no, 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 no. Get it back all together. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm the opposite. I have too many times in my life where I've been so broad spectrum. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, if we do, just bring it back in. <laughs> I'm doing everything. Because like, all of a sudden, I real, I'll like step outside of myself and I'll hear myself talking to a client like, you know, and you just got to spend a little bit more time with yourself. <laughs> and I'm like, also, don't eat that. <laughs> stop eating that. Just stop. Yeah, just stop. That's funny, man. That's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny though, man. And that's it kind of goes back to our point. Everyone's different, right? And what kind of like what where the tunnel vision goes, right? You're you're more tunnel vision. I want to focus on one thing. You maybe have more of this. I want to focus on everything and do everything, right? Yeah. So, to me, it actually crazy. makes for a good balance. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it helps yeah. us a lot. Yeah. Do you have what is like a weekly or daily thing that? Oh, man, so for, for me, the one thing that I can't be without. Yeah, the one thing that I really can't go without, and that obviously there are times that I do go without it, and the yeah. same thing, right? You just become a different person. But um, I think for me is just really kind of maybe two or three years ago, I started a meditation practice, and yeah. you know, start off you hear all the things about meditation, you're like, ah, I don't know if I want to go into that bullshit. Like, what is this really gonna work? But you know. I noticed like major effects after a couple of weeks of just yeah. doing it consistently of just kind of like being present, slow my breathing down. Like my recovery was quicker. I just felt like mentally sharper and you know, like I felt less stressed, but there are also mm -hmm. times where I get like tunnel vision where like, I'm a, man, like I've got all this stuff going on where uh, you know, we, we actually just hired a new physical therapist here. And like mm -hmm. we, uh, you know, got some new equipment in or something like that, like, something in the business or something in my life is like maybe like on the forefront of my mind. And then I get this tunnel vision, I fall off of it and don't do it. And then like, just feel like shit. I'm like, all right, I haven't been doing that. So, I mean, that's one thing that I feel like I need to do almost daily to get to that point. But yeah, 
Yeah, man. Do you have like time, you do like time frames or a specific? Yeah, man. I, I actually use the Headspace app. So I don't know if y'all have heard yes, of that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That one's awesome. I recommend that for like all my patients who have like, who are interested in doing something like that. Just yeah. cause like it's super easy. You literally just like play it and then like it guides you through it. It's like, and you can set it five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. So there's really super not super like nice. a. Hey, Headspace, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> right? You need to <laughs> do like a sponsorship. A little sponsorship on this one, right? <laughs> I was telling somebody, so I, I don't, I don't like, uh, like, I guess tell my clients this is like i'll go for hikes a lot or not bianca and i do a lot of bike my wife and i started bike riding during all of this yeah nonsense since yeah, february yeah. um and now she's riding like 40 miles at a time she's a monster like, it's awesome yeah, it's so That's awesome, awesome. like there's times now where she's like let's go on a bike ride i'm like no <laughs> you go i'll be you here go. i'll beat you at the last 25 miles but i've noticed when i do go like if i go for a long one or i'll go for a hike or whatever like um, I do a lot of the, the, the practice. I think about a lot of the practices that I know other people do when they are meditating. Yeah. And by the time I'm done with, and I, like the other day I did like a four or five hour hike. Yeah. I had the time on the weekend and I can't tell you once when I was actually thinking about something specific. Like yeah. I was thinking, somebody was like, what do you do? What do you think about? I was like, you know, I wasn't thinking about anything. Yeah. And it was nice. For sure, man. <laughs> that's, that's I was just hiking and walking. Phone, like, man. that's a cool rock. And like, this is a good day. And taking yeah. some big deep breaths. I sat up on the on a hill for a little bit. And I can't always do that, like time yeah, frame wise. But, right. Um, but I, and I've tried, I've tried some other meditation practices too. It's well, cool. a big piece of meditation, right, is, is just being in the moment. Right. Right. It's just, yeah. it's allowing yourself to let everything uh fade away and you're just you're just here you're listening to your breathing and you're just existing in that moment sounds yeah. like it's kind of the same it's yeah the, and the reason i said i don't tell a lot of my clients to do it because i know some of them while we're talking about it they're like they're thinking about something else already yeah, like, yeah. Well, they're already talking about something else and i'm like that might not be good for you because you might just be out there in the woods like scared and, like, <laughs> with anxiety trying to figure out what to do yeah man. Exactly. Yeah, it's different for everybody. And like, and like the big thing that I kind of tell my clients about is like, it doesn't have to be this place where you're kind of sitting with your like legs crossed and your eyes closed and things like that. It's just, you know, for me, it's just, I can just even be at my desk here and just kind of say, all right, I'm just going to put like 10 minutes on my phone and just like be here. Right. Yeah. I'm just going to sit and stare at the wall for 10 minutes and just got to be in my thoughts. Shut it off. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what we were talking about in the car right here. I was telling him there's far too much we're in one realm, right? We're in health and fitness and wellness, and we try to guide people in that direction. Yeah. There is so much other stimulation going on yeah, for dude, people. So for sure. they're coming in ready to tackle this one thing that they need to get taken care of. Mm -hmm. And we're ready to help them with whatever that one thing is. But there's all these other stimulants coming in with them. And we're thinking about that. I know there's been times, especially when I was working at, at other gyms where I was sitting there listening to somebody talking about what's going on and putting together their their like program yeah. and not listening a hundred percent to what was going on right. with them. And I, and I'm like, dang, I missed. And then later, you know, you find out later during their training, <laughs> during your training, you're like, Oh yeah, we definitely talked about that the first day, <laughs> yeah. you know? And that was yeah, a big yeah. key point, but I was already trying to figure out, all right, what's going to be the best uh, fitness protocols. What's going to be the best guidance I can give this person while they're telling me all these other experiences, you know, for sure, man, there's far too much I was telling them in the car. There's far too much else in the world for us to not know uh, when we need to stop and focus on exactly what it is we need to be focused on. No, for sure, man, for sure. And the moment's fleeting. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. And I think that's a, that's a good place to kind of wrap things up for today. I mean, thank you guys so much for your time today and really kind of you know giving us an insight into y'all's world. Uh, mm -hmm. If anyone listening is you know interested in coming in to you know try a class with you guys or kind of meet up with you guys, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, so you can uh, find us on our website. It's transcend-fitness.com. All of our information is up there. 
Uh, so go and hit us, hit us up. Um, if you, we also have a podcast. If you search for it on YouTube or um, go onto Spotify or Apple, it's all over the uh, bus route. We're all, we're all fine podcasts are listen, listed, but it's two coaches podcast. It's the number two coaches podcast. Um, you can, you can also find us there. So location wise, anybody interested? We're on the, uh, Alamo ranch side of San Antonio. Yep. We're over there off, sea of, World. off of, yeah, over there by the sea world there, t- uh, Tally road and Wiseman. Cool. Cool. Yeah, so definitely, definitely look us up. Yeah, absolutely. Man. I'll include all of that in the show notes too. So, I mean, I'll all be typed out so you can just copy and paste and get a hold of them. Um, yeah, guys. Um, so thank you again for, for today. It was a Aaron, great, thanks for, great thanks experience for getting to meet y'all. So great conversation, man. Thank yeah. You. Hopefully we can do it again soon. Thanks guys. Yes, sir. Do you want more health and fitness guidance? If so, go download our PR life roadmap. It's your one-stop guide to all things health and wellness. This free guide gives you the exact steps to take so that you can start and stick to living the healthy lifestyle you've always wanted. That's available for free on my website, www.theperformancerepublic.com. It's also available on our social pages. When you sign up, I'll also include our pain relief guide as an added bonus. So whether you're working through injury, developing your fitness routine, or optimizing your lifestyle, we will support you every single step of the way. All you have to do is sign up today at www. Dot .theperformancerepublic.com Don't wait to get your PR life roadmap today.